gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check your panties. With your host, Joey Valentine. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Good Wednesday morning to you. How are you? And welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. This is your favorite podcast or soon to be favorite podcast. It is Wednesday, May the 11th, 2022. Middle of the week, middle of the road, halfway through that oh so fun work week. It is literally six. 26 in the morning a.m. Texas time for me. As you can see, I do not sound quite as vibrant and jubilant as I normally do. And that is because it is 6.26 a.m. in the fucking morning. Did I say jubilant? Jubilant. Jubilant. I couldn't even tell you what the definition of that word is. But Joe asked his many listeners, why are you doing your show at 6.26 a.m. in the morning, Texas time, when you always do your shows at night? The night before, so that they're nice and jubilant and ready for your listeners. Well, I'll tell you why. Because hockey playoffs, that's why. Because I can't stop watching hockey playoffs. And if I'm going to do the show, I have to turn off the hockey playoffs, and I just can't do it. After taking a 2-1 series lead against Calgary, my beloved Dallas Stars shit the bed big time and lost one at home to even the series at two apiece. It's a best of seven if you're not familiar with the format, which basically makes it now a best of three, like the first four games didn't even happen. Not to mention there are... 16 teams playing in the playoffs, so that gives me four games of hockey every single day in the first round, and you better believe I'm watching all of it. So, no regrets. Game five tonight in Calgary. If you guys haven't ever watched hockey before and you're thinking about giving it a chance, this is going to be the time you want to get into it. Game five in Calgary, it's going to be rough. It's going to be some of the best hockey you've ever seen. Actually, any hockey you watch in the playoffs is going to be the best hockey you've ever seen. Still burping up last night's dinner. No regrets on that front either. I have been eating so well all week long, and I went to the store, and I said, okay, 50 Totino's pizza rolls. Now, I'm looking at the bag of pizza rolls in the freezer, and I'm thinking to myself, 50. That sounds like a lot. But is it? 
Does it sound like a lot? Is it a lot? I mean, they're just 50 little tiny squares of sauce and pepperoni. I thought, could I bring that bag home, divide it in half, just eat half? And then I thought about the remorse I would have if I only made half and then I still wanted more. Then I looked on the back of the bag and I saw calories, 220. I thought, well, that's pretty good for a whole bag of pizza rolls. 50 pizza rolls, 220 calories. I don't care how many servings it fucking says. <laughs> I see 220. I'm going with 220 for all 50 pizza rolls. Hell, I'm only trying to have 1,400 calories a day. I'm thinking, wow, I'm doing so well at this point. I may eat the whole gallon of Rocky Road that says 500 calories instead of just half. I had like a total senior moment, okay? And I'm not even a senior, but the writing, you know, the uh, the print on the Totino's pizza roll bag is so small. Like, I, I have started to uh, need readers, okay? I, I didn't before. I've always had like just 2020 vision, actually, even better, in my opinion. Last couple of years, I have noticed that I've needed to wear glasses to read. Not ashamed of it. It was, I actually thought that there was something alcohol related to my eyes uh, blurring all the time when I tried to read stuff because I had such a problem with alcohol. I figured, okay you know, that's what's doing it, but turns out I'm just getting older. So I'm trying to read the instructions on this bag and these words are printed for, I don't know whose fucking eyes, but I can tell you this, anyone who can read print that small is probably too young to be operating an oven that can reach degrees of 500 plus. So are you guys following the, uh, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing? I mean, I'm not, you know, like actively following it, but it is impossible to load anything like Google, Yahoo, or any news site without it being like just thrust upon you. And that's fine. It is a big deal. Johnny Depp is a huge, massive celebrity, and there's apparently some really fucked up shit going on. And one of those things is that Amber heard took a shit in the bed. Now, I don't find humor in domestic abuse. I don't find humor in mental instability like this woman obviously has, and probably he does as well. But I do find humor in someone taking a shit in the bed. <laughs> Especially, like, you know, it's Johnny Depp. The man's worth like $500 million. It's probably like the nicest California king size bed. His sheets probably have like 6 billion threads. Excuse me. Take a drink of my mineral water. Isn't that how, uh, isn't that how sheets are uh, graded? Like by like the more threads they have, the more expensive they are. Isn't that right? I think my sheets are like 200 threads. His are like, 10,000, 
silk, California king, only the finest linens. Amber Heard gets mad and comes in there and takes a deuce on his bed. <laughs> Blames it on the dog. That's fucking funny. Uh, no, dear. I don't think the dog can shit quite that big. But nice try. What is it with chicks named Amber? I tell you, though, domestic abuse, though, is no fucking joke. And whether any of this is true, whether he is the good guy and she's the bad guy or vice versa, let me tell you that I was married to one absolutely awful human being for a long time. And I can tell you right now that domestic abuse against a man is 100% possible and does happen. And because of the, you know, like we talk about women don't want to be pigeonholed and seen as, you know, homemakers and mommies, you know, because they're more than that. And that's rad. I'm all for that. But at the same time, you can't just automatically assume like because men are tough. And, and most of the time, physically, I don't want to use the word superior, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, men v. women, physically, we have the advantage. And we're supposed to be the tough guy. You know, we're supposed to take the shit and just eat it. Not the shit on the bed. But <laughs> because of that, you know, people seem to think that it's impossible for a man to be in an abusive relationship. Well, I can tell you right now. That, that, like, let me go ahead and just make you aware of just how possible it is. I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I'm going to devote a show where I'm going to tell everyone about what I went through. And hopefully, if any guy is out there going through anything that I went through, and I'm being dead serious here, this, I'm not leading up to any kind of punchline. I was in a horribly, horribly abusive relationship. And I stuck it out as long as I could, but I would like to devote a show. It's going to be, it's not going to be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. It's going to be like a special episode. And I would like to recount with you folks, everything that I went through and everything she did to me and how she was able to keep me quiet and how the law wouldn't believe anything I said. I'm going to devote an entire episode to that. And I'm warning you now that it's going to be not funny at all. So if you, you know, if, <laughs> it's not, it's It's going to be, it's going to be 100% serious because I would like to, I would like to share my story on that. I don't, uh, I don't play the victim. I'm not doing it because I want sympathy. I'm doing it because I want to make people realize just how much shit women can get away with because of how tough men are supposed to be. And some women, not even that many, but some women take full advantage of that and ruin people's lives. And I would like to tell you, I'd like to share that with you guys. So I'll probably do like a weekend episode and sneak it in somewhere. Give you about an hour's worth of uh, my story, letting you know just every sick fucking thing that she did to me. 
and then you can, you know, maybe it'll uh, wake some people up to the fact that it's not just men who abuse women. So that's really all I'm going to say on that. Let's get back to the whole shitting on the bed thing. That's fucking rad. And um, I, I, I can't believe I never thought of doing that before. <laughs> no, I would never. It's always been my bed. I did actually shit in one of my friend's shoes, though, but that was like a long time ago. We used to do a lot of things to each other's shoes. In high school, I remember I was staying over at my friend Greg's house, and Greg was a vegetarian. Actually, most of my friends were vegetarian back then, and so he he ate these uh, these garden burgers. I don't know if it was the Garden Burger brand or it was something else. What was that? Uh, Morningstar Farms. And these things were, you know, they weren't cheap. You get a, a box of four of these veggie patties, and they're like five, six dollars. And this was fucking twenty-five years ago. Actually, I don't think the price has even changed at all. But I, myself, and a bunch of other people had stayed over at Greg's house, you know, because what we would do is we'd go skating on the weekends. You know, we just we'd be tearing it up all over the woodlands on our skateboards all weekend long, and then we'd crash at somebody's house wherever we eventually ended up. Well, we all knew that you know Greg's veggie burgers were <laughs> off limits, but you know what can I say? Everybody went to sleep, and I had a veggie burger, and then I woke up the next morning and I put my shoes on. And one of them was filled with honey, and one of them was filled with mayonnaise. And I don't mean just like a little coating, like just a little, little on the top. I mean like squash. When my foot went in, I could feel my sock absorbing, and it was such an odd feeling because I didn't expect it. You know, one shoe is like difficult to get on because it's honey, and the other one, oh my god, it's making my skin crawl just thinking about it and i'm like dude greg's like well you shouldn't eat my veggie burger and he's right i shouldn't have and the following evening i shouldn't have duked in his converse but i fucking did (laughs) he ruined my shoes so i don't have any advertisements this week for you guys but i am still going to give a gratis shout out to my main man, Keith, at Kellogg Propane on Highway 59 in the Victoria, Texas area, serving the entire Golden Crescent slash crossroads. If you need propane, you are not going to find it cheaper or with better service or with more people armed with guns. Kellogg Propane. Give them a call if you need propane. All right, so let's get back to what I was talking about when I ended the last show, the 80s. This is my part two. I think I'm probably going to do like a part three as well because I I can, well, I could make this entire show about the 80s and never, ever run out of things to talk about. Okay, smoking in the 1980s and every decade prior to since the advent of tobacco in the United States, everyone smoked. Everyone in the house, in the restaurant, in the car. It was just so acceptable. For some reason, like if you didn't accommodate smokers, you would lose business in the 80s. I used to take a Greyhound bus to my grandmother's house from Houston, and I would chain smoke the whole way. 
14 years old. Okay. I'm in the back of the bus and I would just sit there and change. But there were, there weren't open windows in the Greyhound bus and fucking ashtrays. And can you believe that? And now you have to be 21 to buy cigarettes. I mean, I'm not old. This, this is not that long ago. You have to be 21. When I was a kid, you did not have to be 21. There was no law for an age on cigarettes. I don't know why there was no law. I don't know about other states. Maybe there was. But in Texas, when I was growing up, there was no set law in stone that said you have to be a certain age to buy tobacco. And I I guess when you were trained as a cashier or whatever, they just said, use your best judgment because you could walk into a store and you'd like, I literally the first pack of cigarettes I ever bought Marlboro reds. That's what everybody smoked. I don't know why, man. Marlboro must've had like, they must've really had something going on with their campaign because that was like the only cigarette anyone would smoke. But I was 12 years old and I walked into a stop and go and I said, and I, I said, I didn't say pack of Marvel Reds, please. No, I said pack of Marvel Reds, please. And she said, no, actually, she didn't even say anything. She gave me this look like, like she kind of tilted her head back, you know, squinted her eyes. Like, and I said, oh, they're for my mom. And she said, oh, okay. And then she fucking rung me up $1 and 50 cents. That's how much a pack of smokes cost back in 1988. Your mom could send you to the store. Well, not my mom. My mom didn't smoke. My father smoked. My mom did not smoke. But you're, you know, hypothetically, your mom could send you to the store with a note. Dear sir or madam, whoever it may concern, please sell my eight-year-old child a pack of cigarettes because I'm too fucking lazy to get up and do adult things. When I was older, I would just like point to a car, you know, when I was like 15, 16, you'd see somebody sitting in their car in the parking lot and you'd go, uh, yeah, these are for my mom. That's her right there. They'd look out, see a woman sitting in a car. I'd never fucking seen this person in my life. Oh, okay. It was just so easy to get tobacco. Although the eighties was like an end of an era for, easily gotten tobacco because I can only imagine that in decades prior to like, say the fifties, you know, you could probably be five years old and walk into a convenience store and be like, give me a pack of luckies, you know, no filtered fucking cigarettes. Like one of those greasers, you got it rolled up in the sleeve of your t-shirt. I mean, Back in the 50s, you'd go to the doctor and he'd be smoking while he's examining you. And another thing that's obviously disappeared, maybe some still exist, but cigarette machines. These were everywhere, man. And the restaurants always had them. And where they kept them was uh, like, like, say you were at uh, like a Chili's, okay? And you went to the restroom, like in between the men's and the women's restroom, there would be a cigarette machine. It's like in a dark hallway. No one could see you. No one could tell you don't do that. You drop all your quarters in there. You pull the little lever. Shawshank. 
pack of smokes comes falling out. After they made the 18 law, that's how I got cigarettes for a long time in my mid-high school years. But those things have got to be obsolete. I saw one like 10 years ago, which was obviously long after there had been a law. But it was at a um, a country and western bar. And, you know, you got to be 21 to get in there. So there's no possibility of anyone buying cigarettes out of a machine that could be under 18. But I remember seeing it and I was like, cool. That was a country and western bar I went to that was, uh, it was the place where they filmed um, Urban Cowboy with John Travolta. You guys ever seen that? You know, what's your name, sissy? Who are you, bud? <laughs> I went there. Here he goes. I'm getting distracted. I went to that country and Western bar and I walked in there. It was me and Satan and it was just fucking packed. And there was a mechanical bull. And I said to her, I said, before the night's through, I'm getting thrown off that thing. And they had it set up for in the coming weekend, there was going to be a tournament bull riding tournament i mean it was this bar you i just can't you have to see it to believe how big this fucking bar is but anyway they got the mechanical bull and it's got the fence cage whatever around it i went over to the guy there was a guy sitting there with it i don't know if he was like the guard or it was his he owned it or whatever but i said look bro i said how much to get me on that thing and he's like, well, I, I can't, man. I said, look, you know, I pulled out a wad of cash and I said, <laughs> I took out a 20 and then I took out another 20. I said, eh, eh. and he's like, all right. He's like, okay, real quick. Now, mind you, I'm at a country and Western bar. Everybody there is dressed country and Western. I am dressed like the singer of the fucking Ramones and I mean, leather jacket and all I get up on this mechanical bull and he, you know, he's got the little thing like a, like a ship has, you know, a little handle that goes from back to forward. And he gives it like a level one lurch forward. And it's just giving me this soothing little rocking on the <laughs> mechanical bull. And it's kind of turning and just, you know, and I'm like, dude, you know, and so he turns it up a little bit more. It's kind of, now it's starting to move a little bit. All right. Nothing too intense. And at this point, the people at the bar are starting to gather around. I mean, like quickly. And so there's, so I said, I said, come on, man, turn it up. And he puts it up to like three. All right. Now I got a good buck going. All right. All right. Yep. Okay. Now, like, half the bar is crowded around me. Like, I'm at the Texas fucking show and rodeo. And so I yell over to this guy. I said, hey. I said, I came here to get fucking thrown off. And he throttles that thing, man. Oh, my God. And it sent me fucking flying. I mean, like, 30 feet, man. Any more. And I would have almost cleared the, the gates that were around me and i was just like yes that's what i wanted got pictures of it and everything i'll try and remember to post them on uh the fat guy loves cake facebook page 
got a great picture of me riding that thing. And it was so weird. My thighs, the inside of my thighs hurt for a week after that from, you know, squeezing that thing with your thighs. I had no idea. Muscles you never use. I mean, when the hell am I squeezing things with my thighs? Fuck you, Aaron. Cigarette machines. I, st- I just still can't believe those ever existed, or even for as long as they did. I mean, to give you some contrast, like, think about the year 2022, and, like, if there were machines that dispensed 40 ounces of beer. Like, everyone knows you have to be 21 to buy them, but no one's enforcing it. I mean, that's pretty much how it was. More 80 stuff. Spankings. Let's talk about spankings. Now, you may not believe in them now. Hell, you probably didn't believe in them when you were a kid getting your ass spanked. But they happened, and they happened a lot. Now, see, there's a big, big difference between child abuse and getting your ass spanked. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't fucking have a problem with the fact that I got spanked. And a lot of times, I really had it coming. Fact of the matter is, is that kids, even the best behaved ones, still act the fuck up occasionally. And when they do, they really bring the thunder. I thought my son was like the perfect little angel. And I thought, man, he's four years old. He had never once done anything. Then it comes out of nowhere. Just like the biggest tantrum you've ever seen in your life in public. Embarrassing as hell. Can't get him in the car seat. They're planking. And yeah, you want to take a hand across that ass. <laughs> I don't think I ever did. I may have popped his cheeks a few times, but but when I was growing up, me, my friends, everyone, not the chicks, not the girls, but everyone got spanked. All the boys. You get spanked by your daddy, your mom, your neighbors, your teacher, your principal. That was the worst, man. Getting the fucking paddle. I don't know if anyone can relate or not. You may have to be my age, but my principal had a paddle. Principal Crab. He had a paddle. He only swatted me once, man. That was... Ooh, I hated that man so much. I, I walked around with hate in my heart for that man for so long. I got, see, I got sent to the principal's office because I was fucking off and I was on like a level two referral. Uh, I don't know if that what that's what they call them now, but we got referrals. If you acted up, you got sent to the principal's office, you got a referral. Little carbon copy, white, yellow, pink thing. You know, and then they write on there what they did to you. You take a copy back to the teacher. You had a copy for you, for your records, for your record keeping. I got sent to the office because I was supposed to be doing something and I didn't. And uh, Principal Crab decided that I was going to get my ass spanked. And uh, he called my mom on speakerphone right there in his office. He's like, uh, he's like, I think we're going to have to use the paddle. I'm just going to need to get permission from your mother. I'm surprised that they even needed to get permission, but... I'm like, yeah, go ahead and give my mommy a call. You know, total mama's boy. I'm thinking like, like, there's no fucking way mom's going to say yes. Right? No way. My mommy loves me. She calls her. 
hi, sorry to bother you, but Joseph, blah, 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 blah. And I need to give him, I'd like to give him a SWAT. And I'm like, here it comes. And my mom goes, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, mommy. <laughs> oh man. Grab the desk and fucking crack. Boy, that fucking stung something awful. I walked around with this face for weeks, you know, just like, Motherfucker, wanna slide me out? Fucking kill all of you out? Fucking go to your house, burn it down? Fucking hate you? Hate, 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 murder, kill? <laughs> Took me a long time to get over that one. You know what? I've actually ran over time, and I still have a ton of eighty stuff I want to talk about. So I'm just gonna keep uh, doling it out in small doses on uh, shows. I've actually got to get this uh, edited and published because I have got to work in two hours so thanks for joining me for another episode of fat guy loves cake you know i love all you guys so very very much shows on monday wednesday friday contact me at fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com if you so please everybody have a wonderful wednesday and what do i always say be nice i don't want to ask you twice Pressure